to be good when you're trying to be epic. Uh, no, you don't gotta believe in me. Nothing can stop me. I already said it. I'm taking everything they stole from us. Yeah. You got your problems, I'm a whole nother. I'm giving people something to believe in. I'ma show them freedom like a bone cutter. We gonna fight back. Welcome back, everyone, to its last call. Last call without the alcohol only on. It is... The Blue Wire Hustle Podcast, and now join me on the line, it's man here, well he is uh, considered one of the best unknown fighters you can you have not heard of, but yet he is a Olympic medalist, he is a fixture at the welterweight, light middleweight division, well he is hoping that 2020-21 is going to be the year that he gets his big break. I give you all the way from Ukraine with love. I give you it is Taurus. Show the stick. Uh, Taurus, let's start, let's start with the big question here. You've been chomping at the bit. A lot of things going on here. Uh, what is happening right now with your career? I mean, for those who have seen you and for those who know that you and uh, Freddie Roach have been tinkering on things, when are you hoping to get, let's say, back in the ring? Yeah, hi, everyone. We plan to the to big. We have a play, big plans on this year, and uh, last fight I have in June, January. I won the fight. It was in the show box, and we plan to back in May or June. And next big fight have in uh, like October. But with all this situation in the world, with this pandemic, plans uh, has changed, you know. And now looking forward to 2021. Uh, still working maybe this year, end of the like end of the year, maybe December, end of the December. I will have a fight to working on it. Uh, but if it's not happens, we will go to fight next year for sure. Let's talk to, about the road to date. Uh, Eighteen and zero. Nobody's uh, nobody's giving you trouble. You have are a uh, impressive ten wins by knockout. Uh, as you said, your last fight was against uh, Martin Angel Martinez, and which is a, or that was all the way back 2019. You also are a bronze medalist in the 2010 European Championships, 2011 World Championships. You won the gold medal here. Uh, why boxing? I mean, what is it about this sport that you love so much? Because you've been doing it for a long time. You've been doing it since. You were probably a young kid, so why do you love this sport, which is a brutal and tough sport? Uh, you know, I, I use a, lo- a lot of sports, and uh, I, before I joined in the boxing, I used to play soccer five years. And uh, I really like soccer, but then I decided uh, I need some sport where I can go like one-on-one with opponent, you know. And I tried to go to the boxing when I was 14 years old. And from first training, I start to really love it because it's a lot of like, uh, especially challenge because uh, you know when you go to the ring, guy in front of you wants to beat you. You have a challenge, especially when you kid, you know, like you want to be the best. And then it become like in a big passion. And uh, I fall in love in this sport and boxing. And after tw- 20 years, I still love this boxing. I have still. Uh, uh, I still have uh, uh, excitement and passion for it. And uh, uh, after all achievements on amateur ring and uh, I had now professional career, I have 
still have goals from my young age, you know, and I just uh, try to do my best to achieve it. And uh, uh, I don't know, I just love boxing, I like fight, I love this feeling when you go in before the fight, you know, and uh, especially this hard training. Uh, I really love it when you prepare for the fight, you prepare different tactics, it's like game, you know, like chess, and uh, I really love it. Take us back to your last fight, and it was a it was a it was a pretty good fight here. You were taking on a, a very durable Argentinian, Luis Albert Verón. This is a guy who you know had beaten some good opponents. He was making his American debut. Um, his only loss before that was to Michael McKinson, an undefeated Brit in Britain. Here, uh, take us take us to that fight. What went right? What went wrong? did anything go wrong? Uh, what were you? happy about after that fight like what things did you feel you improved on from that fight against a guy who was coming in there to basically ruin your 18th fight Uh, this fight was really good and the opponent was really good and he not beat uh, anyone in like professional but i know he have like a deeper ground and uh, amateur and he have a amateur uh, like experience he fight in WC, it's like semi-pro, semi-amateur uh, league, and he had a lot of experience. And I know he, especially it was his uh, debut in the American TV, and I know he will be motivated so much, and I prepare for this fight really good. I respect my opponent, and but I did my job uh, really well. Uh, I want to fight like 10 rounds because I'm well. I was have layout and not fighting like ten rounds the distance like all over like couple of years you know and I want to feel how 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 my body feel it uh, that is uh, like good quality opponent and I feel felt myself be, uh, really good and it just was cut with headbutt you know and I saw after fight what I can do like better. But uh, it will come, we will work in the next training camp and we become like much better. And a couple of times I um, catch him with good punch. I saw he's shaking, but he's recovered very fast and I'm not going like crazy because it's dangerous when you go in the present fighter, you can miss some counter punches. And I try to do it smart and do all this work what uh, we working on the training camp. And I'm really happy with this fight for a back. I fight 10 rounds. I'm not tired of the fight. And I won almost like all rounds against good opponent. It's funny. I remember watching you back in the 2012 Olympics. And you came out and you put a lot of people on notice here. You know, going, marching yourself all the way to the, bronze, to the bronze medal. A lot of people thought you got robbed in that bronze medal because, well, it was in London. You took on a guy, Fred Evans, who... Happened to be in London, and well, you lost by one point. Uh, you know, I'm not saying there was any controversy, but well, it, it, it's no funny here. That was also, I guess, I'm, I'm guessing the first year that has, has started this Ukrainian takeover of boxing. You have yourself, you have uh, Lomachenko, you have a guy, but we, we a lot of people low in the middleweight division, the, the technician himself, Sergei Devyochenkov. Oh, you. Uh, what is it about the Ukrainian boxing program that 
you guys have done such a damn good job. Like, what is it about everything that you look and go, damn, you know, they uh, they have taken over. Like, what is it about about boxing Ukraine that makes you guys so damn good considering everybody else is doing the same thing? Like, what changed for you guys? In, like, both team in Ukraine, 2011, 2012, when we won, like, four gold medals and uh, world championship 2011 and one silver and uh, five medals on the uh, uh, Olympic Games. And we have, like, Usyk, Lomachenko, Gvozdik, uh, Drevyachenko, me. And uh, we just, you know, it's like, we're just working hard in training. We have some uh, special training. I don't know. I think it helps. It's a little bit different than uh, another fighter's training. It's, and it's so much different how people train here in the U.S. I live here since, like, 2013, and I saw how to, uh, the training. We have, a, we have a difference, especially for amateur, you know, and uh, I believe, because I, I do it uh, for, for myself, I bring all this knowledge from amateur and from the training. I still do it here when I turn in professional. And uh, I saw, like, same, I know, like, Lamachenko, Usyk, they did the same, you know, and uh, they fight good. It's like, Momentally, you know, like you might be strong mentally and working hard, and uh, you have a talent, but talent like everyone knows not to want win the fight. Uh, it's hard work with the fight, and uh, adjustment win the fight. When you can adjust in the fight, if you have a trouble, you can switch your tactics and everything, you know. And uh, especially from amateur, you have uh, like, for example, in world championship, I had six fight for 10 days and I fight with different styles like southpaw, orthodox, going forward, who working in second number and you need to adjust really fast for change every, every fight, you need every style and uh, try to beat and I think this uh, kind of fight and kind of training for this uh, like amateur career helps a lot in professional when you, if something wrong in, uh, happens in the ring you can switch the tactics, you can adjust for the opponent and uh, uh, win the fight. If you're just tuning in, ladies and gentlemen, once again, we got undefeated uh, welterweight, light middleweight uh, sensation, Taurus. As I, I apologize if I screw up your name because I screw up a lot of things here. Shilistuk. Uh, do you ever get envious? And, I, and I, I know that you're good friends with some of these guys from Alexander Usyk to... Denis Baranchik, uh, Vasily Lomachenko, uh, even you know, Sergei Devyrchenkov, and yet all those guys have had what you have not had yet. Even Alexander uh, Zovzik, they've had the world title runs. They've had they've had the big the big sexy fights. They've had the the close to million dollar purses here. You haven't, and for a guy like yourself who you want a bronze medal, you a lot of people as as I said, a lot of people thought you got screwed. In that semifinal, do you ever get envious of all your your comrades or your compatriots here who they have what you haven't? They've got they've had the break, they've had the big payday, and you're still looking for that opportunity to get that big payday, but to get that big fight, to get that you know marquee name that can help get you into the titles, the title picture. Uh, I I just do my job, you know, like um, it's like. 
my promoter promised me big fight, big fight, fight for world championship, but he didn't. And this is uh, he when we signed contract, he promised me fight for world championship titles in couple years. In two years, he said you will be like you will have title shot. Nothing happened. Seven years, nothing happened. And I'm I'm ready. I told him like uh, before I'm ready for the big fight. Uh, I still I still have a passion, like I said before, and uh, I'm looking for big fights. And uh, I know I have 18 and 10 knockouts and uh, big uh, amateur background. And a lot of guys, in, especially in welterweight division, we have a lot of guys like Aaron Spence. I fight him in amateur. We have like uh, Kit Thurman, Danny Garcia, all these guys, Sean Porter. Uh, I'm ready to fight for all of them. But uh, they just want to fight with me because there's like big risk to them to fight me. And uh, I've been a couple times, like uh, I must fight with like Kel Brook. We have a call from promoter to fight to Kel Brook in the uh, uh, undercard Joshua Ruiz first fight in undercard I am give for the fight I don't know what weight class because I know he fought last time like before this fight like in 154 I said I can fight 154 as well I like this fight but in couple of weeks uh, his team uh, turned down the fight uh, then uh, we talked with Chris Algeri his team turned down the fight and uh, my promoter say I've been a couple times he talked with uh, to fight Kate Thurman but uh, he chose last fight he chose uh, Hasecito Lopez uh, to fight and you know I'm still ready for all of these fight, fighters and then um, uh, sooner or later I will have this big fight and uh, I will show you everyone uh, what I have and uh, who I am Last question before we let you go, and it's a question I'm guessing you've been thinking about for quite a while now. Uh, what's weight division? It, it, it's it's a PBC world. You're not in it, unfortunately. You look at, at the top names at welterweight, for, and they're all with Al Heyman to PBC. Manny Pacquiao, Jordanus Ugas, Errol Spence, uh, Sean Porter, Keith Thurman, Mikey Garcia, uh, Abel Ramos. You have even guys like... As you said, uh, Joseito Lopez, you have now uh, Danny Garcia himself. You have guys coming up even with like Regis Progra, Ivan Golub. Is there is, is Sergey Lipin yet? So I mean, they're all with the PBC. And I'm guessing you, uh, that has crossed your mind. Is there a point where you're looking going, I appreciate what my promoter has done, but it might be time for me to go to the PBC. It might be time for me to sign so that I can get a fight with, you know, pick your name, either uh, a, 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 a brawl, a brawl for it all with you and Sergey Lipinets, a fight between you and Sean Porter, a fight between you and Keith Thurman. You're at the PBC. That probably all of a sudden magically happens. Is that something you've been thinking about? Maybe joining the BBC, joining Al Heyman, because they have cornered the market at 147. Even at 154, they've cornered the market. Yeah, uh, like 
what I'm looking for all the fighters 147, you know, like many Pacquiao leave, many Pacquiao leaves the top rank and go to the PBC to have fight with Broner and Kit Kaiserman. And uh, it's what I'm looking for. Uh, my contract ends uh, this year with my promoter. Thank you, everything, you know, like, uh, uh, we're still working because they have some, uh, uh, they want to hold me, but uh, I hope it will be like, it will, uh, uh, will be all good and soon I will be like 100% like free, free agent. Uh, of course, I'm looking for 147 and I know BBC, uh, like, uh, it's a big company in 147, especially. Mm -hmm. And uh, we're working on it. Maybe I, I heard Kate Thurman have a fight in December 26, something. And uh, he told he want to fight with uh, Manny Pacquiao and Errol Spence next year. He needs the Salvo. I said, guys, you need the Salvo. I'm, I'm ready. It will be a good fight. And, and, uh, and uh, Let's just do it on December, but still we don't have uh, any answer from them. But I understand you, you uh, and uh, you're right. You need going to PBC to have all these big fights. Well, this said, ladies and gentlemen, this man, he's primed for a big breakout in 2020, 2021. We're looking forward to it here. I give you once again, former 2012 uh, welterweight bronze medalist, I give you its undefeated sensation Taurus Shalestok. Uh, Taurus, before I let you go, where can the fans check you out at? Where's the Twitter page, Instagram, the website? Where can fans hit you up if they want to uh, talk to you and reach you at? Yeah, Chris, thank you. And uh, my Instagram, Tarashilistuk. You can find uh, my YouTube channel, Tarashilistuk, and Twitter, same, Tarashilistuk. And uh, I will glad to have all of you over there on my pages. It will be good to have still have a journey to become world champion, and uh, one day it's heaven. I believe in it. Tarish Shalistuk, ladies and gentlemen, once again, we are proud to have him on the show. We come back. We got a whole lot more here. Only on it is last call. Last call with the alcohol. Only on it is the premiere on Blue Wire podcast, Hustle. Stay tuned for more great action.
this fight for a while. He's been with a few guys who has called him out and said he's ready for the challenge. And, well, when very few people call out the monster, especially on Halloween, you know, this might be something special. I'm, I'm just saying that. I'm throwing it out there. I give you the pride and joy once again of Sydney, Australia. I give you its Jason Maloney. Jason, you, Monster Inaway, Halloween, 2020, Las Vegas, Nevada. It's kind of apropos when you think of it. You taking on the monster, a guy that everybody's terrified of doing on trick-or-treat Halloween. Why this fight? Why is this something that you've been wanting for a long time? Hey, Chris. Good to speak to you, mate. Um, it's pretty simple for me. I, it's my dream and my goal to be the number one band player in the world. And for me to do that and achieve that dream, the only way is to beat Anuli. He's um, currently ranked number one in the division and, and holds three of the belts. So I've got to get past him. And uh, it's the ultimate challenge, but it's the challenge that, that I'm very excited about. It's a fight that I've been asking for for a long time. And I believe I can do it. So this is the opportunity of a lifetime. And um, fighting the monster on Halloween, as you said, it's going to be an amazing, amazing fight. And um, I just can't wait to get in there and, and shock the world. Is it a bit of a trick, though, in some ways, in terms of when we talked about it, the plan was always, you know, in the beginning, you monster Tokyo, Japan, Sydney, Australia, big crowds. People excited on their feet. It is Australia, Japan. It's a rivalry. It's like it's like European soccer. There are fans going crazy tailgating. This is going to be in a bubble where no fans, just you know, no crowd. Is it a bit of a letdown of it? You know, you, you got what you wanted, but like a trick, there's a catch to it. Yeah, look, it's a it's a bit of a shame that um, fans aren't going to be able to be at this fight because I really really believe it. This is going to be a special fight, um, you know, a fight that people will remember for a very, very long time. So it's a shame that we won't have the fans there, but um, that's the situation that we're dealt with at the moment, and it's not an opportunity that I was willing to pass up. Um, you know, for me, this is the opportunity of a lifetime, and uh, this is the chance for me to achieve something really, really big in the sport. Uh, you know, me beating Anui would, would go down as one of the best wins by an Australian boxer, a boxer uh, by an Australian boxer in our history. So, this is a massive, massive uh, fight for me. And um, whether there's fans in the in, in attendance or not, um, this means means the world to me. And I just can't wait to get in there and um, and fight. How do you, I hate to ask this because it sounds like you. You're getting this question. I'm getting after a while. You're sick of it. How do you beat him? Because everybody's tried. Uh, Emmanuel Rodriguez, the guy that you lost to unanimous decision, and as we said, it was a close fight. He decided to go toe-to-toe and 